how much is this incident? Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's an incident. In at least it happened so quickly and and then so quickly it seems. Uh, to, to what extent it undermined Putin's prestige? Yes. Because you could argue, on the one hand, that the very fact that it's occurred, it it's like sort of it's it is a slap on the face. Someone dared to do this, dare do this to him, uh, is uh, is a major major setback and a major uh, also warning to him that things like this can happen and maybe he's not as strong as it seems to be. Things like that. Mm. On the so so. The, and uh, you know, if if historical example would be, you know, he's always compared to Stalin, and nothing of the sort would have, you know, nothing of the sort happened under Stalin. Imagine, you know, it, uh, all of them would have been shot if something like this had happened. You know, all of these mutineers, so those rebels, would have been shot like immediately, destroyed. And um, the fact that they rebelled, and then and then there was some kind of. Uh, discussion or negotiations between them, between the two sides, and and then Putin began by saying horrible things about it, that they're that they're traitors, that right. they're you know stabbing Russians in the back, uh, Russia in the back, and then you know talk, uh, within a few hours he's like, okay, so he's going to be pardoned, he's going to go to to Belarus, and uh, there's not not going to be any sentencing, no punishment. It seems, you know, at least at least on you know at least on what we see. You know what will happen in reality. So, so that you know, he he shows, he's shown to himself as, as himself as as someone who can who negotiates. You know, uh-huh. he, called, he yesterday he called them terrorists. He called them terrorists. He called them. And traitors. today he's he pardoning them, them. Yeah, he's pardoning them. He's negotiating with them. So it's like, um, you know, what is, what 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 is this going to show to people? On the other hand, yes. On the other hand. I'm not too sure that people are going to would, would pe- that people would interpret it like this because uh, the worst thing that they're afraid of in Russia yeah. has been traditionally afraid of is is uh, is uncontrolled civil war. Do you think the and Russian it, army would have confronted the Wagner forces? It, it depends. It depends mm-hmm. how. I mean, if they went as far as Moscow, of course. Mm. So it would have been like a civil war. It well, it's already. Right. A, a sort of a hint of a civil war. And that's the greatest that, fear for Russians. That's the greatest, and it's, it, it's not today. It's not yesterday. It's been, it's so much part of the of their history. Uh, you know, if you go back to the very, very, very beginning of their history, in you know, the tenth century, the whole sort of the whole this myth, whole myth of how these people became a nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Russian story is begins with you know we we had enormous resources. We had everything. We had enormous force, enormous land. We didn't lack anything. There was one thing that was lacking, and it was order, because we fought nonstop, we killed each other nonstop. Mm-hmm. And so, what the, the, you know, what's the solution of communist solution? It's sort of it's uniquely Russian, actually. If you think about this, they invited foreigners. And I'm not talking about if it's if it's true story, not true, true to what extent it's true. Doesn't matter. It's the fact that it's so much part of uh, of the of the national mythology. So that that would be the worst thing to happen for the Russian people who have any kind of civil war. But, 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 you know, the people are upset and they always complain. And and even the head of the Wagner, uh, he was saying that the the Ministry of Defense is corrupt and I'm doing this to get rid of the corruption. Uh, Mm -hmm. Didn't that speak to the the people? You think that people will say, you know what, he's right and maybe put pressure on uh, the Kremlin? You know, if you it's the most cynical thing you can say in Russia. These people are corrupt and that those people are corrupt. There's, there are no 
people who are not corrupt in Russia, <laughs> and everyone don't, everybody knows that. <laughs> you think you think uh, Prigozhin is not corrupt? You know, he, he's like white and flashy. Everyone <laughs> knows that they're all, all you know, all of them cor- are corrupted to the core, and and that's what citizens. And them, if there's one thing they have no doubt about is that you know everyone is involved. Everyone is has been implicated in corruption. Well, Zelensky uh, in Ukraine says today that it shows uh, that there's chaos and no one's in control. I mean, that seems to be well, almost right, except for Putin is now still in control. Yeah, you know, everyone is like yesterday. It's like, oh my God, this is great, wonderful. You know, he's going to be he's going to be challenged. Yeah, you know, he's. And I, actually, I have to. I have to say, yesterday I was. Told, I was, you know, literally said that. I said, no, you know, this is gonna. He's gonna handle this, and he's going to. He's gonna come out of this, and it's, it means nothing yet. The pace it of means, the pace of the whole thing was just extraordinary. Russia, in general, you know, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. Russia is is an amazing culture. Mm-hmm. It's it's so interesting because things happened randomly and quickly and and irrationally it's the the irrational part is completely is is dominating you know we we we're so used to analyzing people you know history and and people's behavior as if they're rational and you know from you know in many cases this is this is this is so in russia it's you know it's so it's so irrational, so random, and so willful. Mm. And so, you know, uh, I, I yesterday I thought when this this whole thing began to be broadcasted, how how does head of the Wagner Group? How does he? How did he dare? How did he dare do this? Right. He has twenty five. How, how many? Twenty five thousand. I think. Right. Right. How? How does you know? He has no aviation. If if Stalin if Stalin were alive, he would have they would have been wiped out. Not, not there would be no trace of. Well, their people life. were saying maybe they had uh, there was no airstrike on the columns advancing to Moscow because there was maybe some kind of cooperation within the military. They had he had already made arrangements, but then it didn't pan out. Maybe you know maybe who knows? We have no idea what's going on. We don't. There. You know maybe they had maybe they did have contact with the with the over the army. Hmm. You know maybe maybe the army is fed up. And I, it's completely logical that they would be fed up. They, you know, they what what's going on with the army? In, you know, even I'm not even talking about people dying in by by the thousands. I'm I'm talking about the army is being just manipulated and used by right. by the politicians. But the fact that there was this agreement, that means that Putin is. I don't think he's not in control. His his situation probably is not as good as it used to be. Uh, say. Two years ago, mm-hmm. and not because the war is still popular. People, people think, "Oh my God!" You know, people, uh, Russians are leaving in huge numbers. Uh, no, compared to the general population, they're not leaving in huge numbers. It's the intelligentsia and people who who are afraid that their sons uh, or husbands would be drafted. Right. Those people are leaving. Mm. But and the intelligentsia, who is you know, general general has always been anti-government and anti. You know anything uh, that the government does, they'll they'll leave. But you know, I have to t- I have to say that a lot of people out there they are leaving, but at the same time they're not renouncing so, uh, Russian citizens citizenship, and they they say things like you know if the situation changes would we'll, we'll go back. You know, it's not like this is this is a cursed country when we don't want to 
set of food on, on the soil. No, not like that. It's, it's, it's dangerous now. It's unpleasant. You know, the wars are there, all that stuff. Yeah, situational general, they still, they still, they're still Russian. Right. Do you think that um, Putin's days are maybe numbered now? I mean, people yeah. are saying that he is uh, diminished uh, for all time. I don't know. You know, in fact, it depends. It depends how he conveys this this the situation to the people. Right. If he says, "Look, look, you know, dear citizens, see what what I've what I've done. I've prevented a civil war." Yes, that's what he said. Yeah. And yeah, that, no. and, and you say the Russians appreciate that. Very much so, because they remember, you know, they remember the civil wars. They remember that there was this in the, in the late 16th, early 17th century. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's this historical memory, but, but still, they called the period was it's called the time of trouble. That's, you know, after that period, after a few decades of that, they were ready for anything, any authority, wh- whoever is going to be at, at the, you know, at the uh, on the throne. Right. Just to finish this this total anarchy, total chaos, we don't have to go that far. We have we can go we can look at the civil war, the last civil war they had, you know, in 1918, 1921, 22. They they basically settled for the Bolsheviks who were killing people like you. Know, everyone was killing everyone, but but the Bolsheviks were the smallest party in, in Russia, usurped power, had no legitimacy, you know, uh, no legitimacy, nothing, and the the Russians actually settled for their rule, agreed that they would, okay, they'd rule us because there was so, because the civil war was yeah, so just horrible. Fatigued. right. Okay. <laughs> and, but I have to tell you another thing. Yeah. It's this pattern of Russian, of Russian history, and it's, it's actually very interesting. You have this, it's, it's in sort of like, like uh, it's not even a pendulum, it's like, um, it's like a wave, you know. It, the lowest point is the civil war, uh, the civil war, and they, and they fight and they kill each other and there's bloodstained history, endless violence, and they get tired of it and they elect or choose or somehow they whatever find they they settle for a government. Anything. Typically, the government would be very oppressive, very authoritarian, if not totalitarian, because otherwise you can't stop the violence. You have to really put your foot down, literally on the faces. And so, so they. And they're like, oh, great, great. And, you know, how many times I've heard this expression, it's better that we'll be, that we'll be violated from, from above than, than we would be violated from below. And when I ask them, when I ask them, what's the difference? And they say, and I'm not talking about just like simple people who don't know, uneducated, I'm talking about the intelligentsia. Mm-hmm. And they say, it's, it's more predictable. And it's more they they at least we won't have random crime on the on the streets. It's like we have, at least we won't have bandits killing us, killing you know attacking us. But if you say to them, yeah, but they bandits in the Kremlin. Yes, true, but it's preferable to random, uncontrolled anarchy, you know, in in the street, on the streets. So then then they accept this government, which is typically very 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 harsh, very authoritarian, and then. This this goes on for you know, and they 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 love it, they accept it, and and then, you know, things happen like what like what happened yesterday. You know, they start like testing the the checking the the boundaries. Right. If you know, can we can we can we still do a little anarchy? Can we still undermine the government? Can we can we maybe can we maybe shake things a little bit? You know. And then if they are successful, they, you know, shake the government or throw the government or whatever they do, you know, make it weak, make it, make it fall. And there's, 
again, a wave of anarchy for a few years, and then they want the, the new boot on their faces again. You know, you see, it's like it's it's like goes like in waves. 